Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. And on the seventh day God ended his work which he had made, and he rested on the Sabbath day from all his work which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because that in it he had rested from all his work which God created and made. The Sabbath gets its own episode here, the seventh day of creation, because we all need a reminder that it's special. And we need to honor the Sabbath day. You hear that day? People of the day? Honor the Sabbath day. The heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. was this thing that was not formed. It was without form and void. This is because it was in his intention. It was his intention. So it wasn't formed yet. It wasn't this thing that was revolving around the sun, the greater light, and that greater light being set or fixed in the firmament of heaven. So this earth was not revolving around that yet because it was without form and void it was still just this idea it was an intention and it was going to be done perfectly so he took his time he accomplished all this over a few days did he have to do it in seven days I believe we can know that he can do all of this in a snap God could literally snap and the had it been from the beginning he could have snapped the beginning and the end in his fingers and it would have been as if we lived a full life and he could have all done that in one day and that would have been it that's not what he chose to do he chose to do this over seven days and then many people's lifetimes because he's good and he knows because he's true he finished the heavens and the earth and all the host of them that means that there is hostmanship that means that there are things that host the heavens 
we could limit that to mean holy angels and all the host of them that could we could limit that to mean only holy angels that are hosting the heavens and that are hosting the earth i believe it means that as well but i do believe it means there are layers to this there are things in heaven that work with other things in heaven there are things on earth that work with other things on earth like in the ocean for example there are little things that eat little particles and those things that are eating the particles get eaten by bigger things and it's a host right so and all the host of them the whole work was completed and on the seventh day god ended his work which he had made and he rested on the seventh day he let jesus christ his jinn rest and he rested and sanctified the sabbath he separated it he sanctified it he separated the sabbath the sabbath is different than every other day of the week if you treat it like it's the same as every other day that's on you you need to be still and think his name because you're a very busy person you are doing many works like me and if you're not doing many works you are distracted and working through those distractions maybe giving into them and working in that realm nonetheless you are working he sanctified the Sabbath so you could sit still on it and not use it like any other day for work. It's supposed to be this place where you sit still and that's where you can really sit still and think his name and not and not not think it. You can literally just sit there with his name in your mind and it goes into your heart and then it goes into your might and it goes into your soul and you think him with everything and you feel him with everything you've got. The Sabbath is the perfect day to do this. And it's on you to set those firm boundaries, those parameters in your own dwelling with the people that you dwell with. There are people that are going to go, I feel rested, I'm fine. Let them go. Don't argue with them. That would defeat the purpose. Let them see when you take your rest, how the fruition of that is they'll realize in time after many potentially after many accusations against you because you won't help because you're too busy resting and you need to be firm and say maybe sometimes come out of your rest if there is a dire situation then you handle it you plan for that situation as it unfolds you then make a plan you execute the plan you go back to resting you go back to telling him thank you for the peace and rest thank you for the work and chaos <laughs> that you get to work through um uh, and it just it's really important he blessed it that means there's something there he blessed the fish and the uh, and the other things that we eat and now we can function better because of his blessings same thing 
and God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, separated it, because that in it he had rested from all his work which God created and made. You can rest in Jesus. You have to take on the Lord's rest. And there is much rest because there has been much work. Oh, oh, oh. 
things that we should consider is putting debates to rest. We are not to increase the amount of questions, we are to decrease the amount of questions through answering those questions, utilizing the spirit of truth. A very neat concept people have wondered about is is a day's work a thousand years? Did God's first day of work take a thousand years? People have been wondering this, suggesting this. Let me tell you, he can do it in 12 hours. The first day of work was accomplished. That's all you need to know. It was accomplished. He could have done it in 12 hours during the daytime, if you will. In a day's work, he could do the first day in 12 hours. The second day of work, he did in 12 hours. The third day of work, and so forth. He is omnipotent. One of the things that we should also think about is going back to the first day. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night, and the evening and the morning were the first day. Why does it say, and the evening and the morning? Why was the evening first mentioned here? Well... Remember that he was working before there was light, before he said, let there be light. It was, there was not light, and he was there. One of the things we do on the Sabbath day is rest, and at the end of that day, we can prepare for the next work day. Like the day before the Sabbath, you prepare during the evening time the things that you want accomplished for tomorrow. You can prep food the evening time and other works you can prep and have accomplished in the evening time the day before the Sabbath. And then as the evening time officially finishes and you're in the like the evening slash night time, start your rest there and you rest until the next evening and you can prepare for your work the next day. So it's interesting that it says here in the evening and the morning were the first day. You can do your day of your tomorrow's day of work. You can prepare some of it in this evening today. 
God is omnipotent. His intention was occurring in that time before the light was on, before the light was brought in through himself. His intention is what we're talking about here. We really are talking about God's intention. His intentions are to give us the kingdom of heaven. If you would reject that, then you have to go to hell. And that's the way it is. An interesting thing about that is death and hell are going to be thrown into the lake of fire. Death and hell are going into the lake of fire. So, it is very important, verily, verily, that we get accustomed to the greatest being that ever beamed. <laughs> he beamed this perfectly, and he is going to continue to do that. I think and feel people are struggling against principles principalities principalities and the principles behind those principalities there are whispering demons if you deify a principle guess what you'll allow to be behind that thing and you can't see it and it does it those things whisper I have a lot of experience because of resting in Jesus. I can explain a lot of things. I could blow minds with a discussion over yin and yang. I can explain that better than people that have been adhering to it for thousands. Right? Because I choose to look at it with impartiality. The people that choose to deify it can't even see it for what it is. You have to consider understanding that is not your own. I don't like it when people accuse me of pushing my beliefs on other people because these were not my beliefs. They were not mine. I adopted these things. They adopted me. So... To accuse somebody of pushing your beliefs on someone when they were never yours at first and you chose to be involved with those, and then they say, well, I don't want to be involved with that. You're pushing your beliefs on me. They're lying again because that's what we do apart from Christ. We are liars every day and night. It is important to yield and we should yield up fruits worthy of repentance. You will never do that if you won't take your rest. The Sabbath day endows us with fruits worthy of repentance. I've been trying to do this scripture thing for 
quite a while now. Holy Scripture came into my life when I was in my mid-twenties. And now I'm in, closing in, on my mid-thirties. Pretty much right there. I have a lot of information because I take my rest. And I really am, I cleave to that rest. I don't let people get in the way of it. They're not allowed to tell me I can't take my rest. I will get out of my rest occasionally. If I feel that the circumstances are severe enough that I should break the Sabbath, it's very rare. You're like I was dealing with a ton of distractions coming out of the world because I was in the world and of it. I came out of the church of Satan. I was a synagogue for Satan at one point. I hate the adversary. Personally want to see something happen to it. So, I rest so I can be prepared for that. And I'm old. My birth certificate does not reflect my age. I tell you, I've been around for thousands of years. I'm not interested if that's a crazy man you think I am now. I don't care about that because the truth is the truth. I watched him push the rings of Saturn. I am a witness of Jesus Christ. Not many people can say this. In fact, there are people that would go, oh, there it is, the guy's a liar now because he can't possibly be a witness. He's even said himself that if you say you're a witness, you ought to blah nada. Well, if you are not a holy prophet, then don't claim that you're a witness of Jesus Christ because you're not. If you're one of his saints, you can witness that the Holy Ghost witnesses correctly about Jesus Christ. Being a holy prophet, I have different understanding than other people. <clears throat> but I devoted to him. He chose me to devote to him, and then I ended up doing that, but I didn't want that. I chose at one point to be of the world that I'm in, and I was restless. Everything I had was muscle memory. I had no experience. I had no knowledge. Every other person had knowledge, and I had none of it. And then I chose... He was correct. I can't do this place without him. And then I realized it's not a matter of doing this place. I tried it. When I initially got into this stuff, I was like, okay, I'll use this stuff to correctly and accurately have relationships with other people. That is also not the way 
that stuff gets added to you if you choose him holistically. And it's not so you can just go do whatever you want willfully. So I leaned in. I realized I have to walk away from everyone and everything for Jesus Christ. And I did that. I friends became acquaintances. Some of them foeish. And my foes. I don't really worry about those. I just love them. One of my favorite things about the Holy Scripture is that it discusses something that I have worried about and others have worried about. There are people that have not heard the gospel preached in areas of the world. There are cultures, though, that do have good customs inside of those cultures. There are customs in different areas, and they are very strict about honor. Honor is a must if you are an honor abandoner or honor breaker or honor mocker. That is a problem for all of us. And they know it. And they are really into honor. That is because of the Christ spirit. There are people that haven't heard the gospel preached to them, and yet they have understanding. They understand the goodness that we are supposed to love our neighbors, and we are supposed to represent things that are higher than ourselves, like honor and glory, in a good way. And they are pursuant to that. We worry about their salvation sometimes. <clears throat> Excuse me. Excuse me. We do. We've worried about people that have never heard it and thought, that's just, what if they were good people? They really were genuinely good people and they didn't hear it. It just seems not fair that they would be cast out of the kingdom of heaven. Don't assume they don't know Jesus Christ in some capacity. You just need to lean in to he is taking care of this. He is collecting to righteous people. So just let your stressors fade off. Pour them onto Jesus Christ. Give it up to God through Jesus Christ. Your rest is important. If you're too worried, if you're being a worry wart, you're causing a detriment to yourself, your friends, your acquaintances, your friends, your family, your foes. You need to just love and take your rest and work and love and rest. You do that, he's going to save your soul. Do this for Jesus Christ, though. This, if you do your work day, you go to work wherever, it doesn't matter where you're working at, whatever job you have, do it for Jesus Christ. Now, if you're working for some faction that is worshiping Satan, no, you're not going to do that for Jesus Christ. You're doing that for you and Satan. 
So there is no loophole. It is get out. If you're functioning with a faction that's evil and you're thinking maybe this is really going to be a problem for my everlasting soul, then you need to walk, work, and when they least expect it, run. Get in the way. Because you don't have that much time. You just don't realize. His coming is quickly. You have to be watching.